championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome back to Cover 49. My name is Tesh, and Bryant Young's in the Hall of Fame, and Pratchett Willis is Hall of Fame. So I guess right. he does. I guess, uh, I guess Frank Gore is up next. I don't know. But uh, in the house, we got Bagman. What's going on, Bagman? Drinking anything tonight? Good. Good to be back. Just uh, put the kids to sleep. Now let's talk some uh, post 49 football. All right. And we got Chrissy Chris, who's not involved in the barrier storm right now. He's raining cats and dogs, but I guess in Fresno is a little bit better. Uh, a little bit. We got we got little puppies, puppies. You know, puppies. puppies and kittens. Yeah. No, so uh real talk though. Who's who's up in the next Hall of Fame ballot for the 49ers back now? Who do you think it's gonna be? Like you said, Frank Gore. I think he's the closest to realistically getting in. And I think he's three years away now. So I'm not a betting man, but Frankie G. Frankie G. Chris, yeah. Chris you agree with Frankie G or no? Yeah, all time uh third time, uh all time Dean Rusher. Number three on that list. So, shoot. And he's played the longest, you know, out of all those uh, great Miami running backs with two ACLs gone. Yeah. But- and uh, I would say him or uh, my, our man Joe Staley. Maybe. Maybe. He he, he might be one of those uh, hinge-type players that I would see maybe. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I mean. Some consideration. Both of those guys I don't think are going to be first ballot guys. Like, I was, to, honest, to be honest with you, I was surprised that Patrick Willis got in because, like, the old – for baseball, it's – you have to be dominant at your position for 10 years. And, yeah. I mean, that's not realistic for the NFL because a lot of guys don't play 10 years. Patrick Willis played eight, but he had a yeah. hell of eight years, though. And congratulations, Patrick Willis. Well-deserved. Um, before the Super Bowl, like, I was down to go. I'm still down to go. But then I remembered right after the game – or not after the game. I got home from Jamal's house after the game, and I was just – Thinking about it, I think I text him. I said, I don't even want to go see these losers in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but uh, I don't mean that, Patrick Willis. You, Oh, no, man. I do uh, have a quick Patrick Willis story. I did meet the guy, nice guy. Met him. Got my autograph in my wallet. And uh, randomly, I was working in San Jose uh, in Campbell. And uh, I was going to a GameStop. And uh, I was just in there trying to kill some time, like on a break. And uh, I saw uh, him walk in. Uh, him and some uh, nice looking uh, young lady uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I was looking at him and I was like whoa this... and I walked up to him and I was like hey are you Patrick Willis and he was like he said yeah I am I was like man what are you doing here he's like oh I'm buying some games I was like oh yeah that's true that's tight that's tight and I uh, had to get his autograph and uh, I, I got it right here folks hold on I'll take it with me everywhere it's hella dusty though but I got it right here look at that feed up Oh, shit. I carry with me all the time. I was like, shit. I met him on a fluke. So I was like, shit. That's 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 here. So I was happy for him. I was that's like. Chris hit him with the you come here often line? Yeah, basically. I was like, I'm, I'm here every day. Was, was a guy like so, you uh, doing a place center. like this? <laughs> I know, right? Everybody <laughs> plays video games. <laughs> no, so well-deserved. I mean, what I was going to say, there was like, there was like early years, like uh, 2005, 2006, 2007. It was like Frank Gore and Patrick Willis just carrying us to like two wins, three wins, four wins, five wins. Singletary years. Singletary. Patrick Willis would have like 
22 tackles, interception, yeah. six, six to win the game. I remember it was against Arizona Cardinals. We were in overtime, and a wide receiver just break, broke loose down the right sideline. And all of a sudden, you just see Patrick Willis just running as fast as he can just to get him. And then we that was enough for us to get the ball back to score, something that Shanahan couldn't do in overtime ever. Hall of Fame play, but, yep. There it is. Yeah. We're still so, betting. Before the Super Bowl, Patrick Willis got in, and nobody could tell me any different. I thought it was going to be in the script. I thought the stars were aligned for us. I was like, Patrick Willis is going to get in the, Super- or in the Hall of Fame, and the Niners are going to finally win the Super Bowl. Third time's a charm. I know all the old heads out there that are, what, 35, 38 and older, they're saying, like, oh, I already had five Super Bowls, so this one doesn't matter to me. But this one matters to us because we were either too young for 94 or just not even born yet. But I know. That is, that's, hey, that's for that that next generation. That, that's these over three in our, in our generation. Yeah, we're over the three in our three. generation. Yeah, man, because, shoot. You can't tell me nothing from 94. <laughs> they had nice jerseys. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And, and Dion was on our team. Yeah. You, you, I like, you just hear all the stories of Dion Sanders buying a Ferrari Super Bowl week and having it delivered to their practice and all that kind of stuff. We didn't we didn't have any of that juice this year in the Super Bowl. So and they blew them, blew them San Diego Chargers out. Yeah. Um, Jamal, Bagman. What do you think did us in, man? Why did we lose the Super Bowl? Oh, man. I mean, it was a team loss. At least right there. Everyone had their hands in it. Go down to the Drain Green Law injury, the fourth and one, the four half time, the, what was it, the pull, the last play in the ho- overtime where uh, Burford missed the block or. Yeah, that hurt. I mean, it, the McCaffrey fumble. I mean, we could go all day. But it was just a team effort. It just wasn't in the cars this year. Uh, I'm still grieving. So, I mean, I can't even point to one. One, um, I'm, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, no. It was a total team disaster. That's what it was. It was just a disaster. What did you think, Chris? Oh, I said uh, right there with them. Uh, pretty much every 49er uh, faithful is feeling uh, right now is that it was a total team effort. Everybody got a hand in this one. Start from the top, but you know Shanahan, you know his clock management and decisions, that, you know, and prep. Uh, and then it goes down, you know, like you said, McCaffrey fumble on the first drive, that hurt. You know, we were able to bounce back from that. You know, special teams, a muff punt. You know, I missed PAT. Uh, that that changes outcomes of games because uh, the defense was doing their job. You know, losing Greenlaw that hurt, but uh, you know they and then just the Kansas City, you know their championship resolve. You know, you can't, you know, leave the champ hanging around, you know, these late rounds. That's how you lose the fight. You know, you let them hang around, hang around. And then next thing you know, you basically lose how we lost. You know, I I couldn't even be mad. You know, the the Chiefs made the plays towards the end. They definitely have, uh, they definitely have the championship blood. Um, There's a, there's a guy up here on the radio, Bonte Hill. He hosts a morning show on uh, 95.7, the game. And on Friday, I'll never forget, Friday before the game, he said that he we needed our players to have gold jo- jacket Hall of Fame games. That's what he's saying, gold jacket Hall of Fame games. And if you think about who had Hall of Fame games, the first name that pops up to my, my, my mind is Chris Jones on the yeah. line for the for the Chiefs. I think about Travis Kelsey in that fourth quarter. There was a couple times where I thought he was going to score every time he got the ball. Like, he refused to go down. 
especially in overtime when he caught that screen. He was going up the middle. It took our whole defense to take him down. And then our Jair, Jair, Jabrier Brown, our rookie safety, who I like a lot. Brown and Gibson. Yeah. I think Brown and Fonga are going to make a heck of a safety. Yeah. I don't know if Gibson comes back. He's a little bit uh, long in the tooth, but I mean, I'm not saying him to retire. He's still good, but Brown and Fonga are really good. But, yeah, that's a nice duo but, right there in the back. But, but Brown, he he went down after hitting Chelsea on the sideline. He took everything he had to get Kelsey down. Just two, those two guys off the top of my mind. Of course, Mahomes, right? Just Mahomes making plays. But those three guys had Hall of Fame games where if you look at our side of the ball, I don't know anybody but Juwan Jennings. Yeah, that was the MVP. If we would have won, yeah, he was our MVP. Exceeding the sure. potential. Like, I don't, I don't see, like, it's been a big thing this week against like with, with people at my work and people on the radio calling that George Kittle was nowhere to be found. It, mm-hmm. The game plan wasn't for him, I guess. You know what I mean? But that defense was nice. Kansas City defense got to deserve credit too. I mean, yeah. they made plays. I yeah. mean, them DBs is on us. I, I was crying, but them DBs is on you. Debo, <laughs> they were, they were locking you up. Sneed I, and I McDuffie. I mean, Reed, I mean that, and them linebackers, uh, gay and, uh, my man, uh, I can't even think of his name. Uh, Dutton, Butson, number thirty-two. Um, I can't think of his name, but uh, they're both hell of a players. Number thirty-two uh, is a Super Bowl champion, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, two time, three time, shoot. Um, he's a good player. He's an underrated linebacker. He's good for fantasy if y'all play the IDP. He's a good player to have. He gets he gets I think, money. I think Demo had a pretty good game too. He had that fourth fumble on Pacheco to oh, kind of yeah. stop the drive they had, and yeah, you know, we didn't. He didn't hear your name a lot. At all, which is as a DB, is good. good. No, it's good. I think I think Lenore and Ward played a really good game. I think what happened to me, what what the point that I was going to bring up as soon as Greenlaw got hurt, and I'll I'll be the first to admit it, I was the biggest Greenlaw hater. He reminded me so much of Draymond Green, where it was just just dumb penalties, and he got that cleaned up, and he was an absolute beast in the playoffs from. From the from the division, picking off Jordan Love twice, to being just a tackling machine in the NFC Championship game, to stopping Kelsey and making Kelsey so frustrated that he tried to Kelsey went right up to Andy Reid and bumped him. Um, I just when he went out, we had Burks and we had Logan Ryan on the field, and I think Logan Ryan when they targeted, he was against him was nine for nine, so it was nine attempts against Logan Ryan. He gave up nine passes all up the middle. And it was just like, after Greenlaw was hurt, we had nobody to cover the middle of the field. Yeah, special so, team guys out there, man. And our yeah. rookies that we drafted weren't ready for that. That was too big of a moment for them. Yeah. And Burks, he's a good special team player, but that was too much of Burks on the field. Yeah, was way too much of Burks on the field, Flanagan fouls on the field. I mean, no disrespect to those guys. Way better football players than I will ever be. I always sure. right, you know what I mean? But that's for sure, yeah. But definitely. I mean, they would agree if they were at my kitchen table right now across from me. That I think they would agree they didn't have the best game or Greenlaw when Greenlaw got hurt. It was just Jamal, it was a blow to the defense. Jamal, what was your first thought when you saw Greenlaw just running off the sideline and just popping his Achilles? Uh, I mean, I didn't think I didn't know it was Achilles at first, I was an ACL. <laughs> But um, it was kind of like off the camera when it happened. So I think we were like celebrating three and out, and then yeah. back in all of a sudden, you know, Green lost down, Green lost down, and so uh, what the hell? yeah, I mean, you can see Fred Warner's reaction as soon as he goes down. He knows it's 
is a wrap. And I know, like, me playing professional sports like you guys have, I mean, sorry, you know, center pro, whatever, like, seeing that happen, like, to your brother on the field, it, just, it takes you out of your mindset. For so, sure, a big game, too. You're going 90 miles per hour, man. You just, you lose it. So, I mean, that was a huge emotional hit as well. <laughs> right. And to take out of your mindset, the first thing that top, popped in my head was the overtime coin toss, right? So, it was a huge deal. Everybody was talking about it after the game that the 49ers players did not know the rules, which I'll admit, I didn't know the rules either. Me neither. I didn't. I didn't know the chance for the Super Bowl or the playoffs. Right. But if I was a full time coach or a full time player, I would know the rules of the game. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I coach yeah, high school yeah. football. Yeah. I coach high school football. football team, and there's yeah. a rule that changes every single year. Uh, our head coach or the AD gets an email, they share it with us, and we know the rules, right? We know the rules back and forth of the game that you're supposed to be playing. So um, let's just dive into that. Uh, Chrissy, Chris, knowing the rules, right? Knowing the rules, would you have defer the coin toss or defer the possession of the starting overtime, or would you have received? Me personally, I would have dealt with the same thing uh, what happened in the beginning of the game. I liked our offense out there first. Put the pressure, you know, get you know, get rid of that pressure off of Purdy and everything like that and just apply it to Kansas City because, I mean – Mahomes, that's nothing. He doesn't matter if he starts on offense uh, first or second. I mean, he's going to either do what he do. So I feel like uh, putting the offense out there first, that, that momentum that we had, and, you know, maybe the defense might have been tired because they were just out there. Um, it might have worked, you know, because I was I was rooting for a touchdown because I feel like our defense, if we would have got them on their side of the 50-yard line, they weren't going to move the ball on us, you know. All their points, you know, came off of on our side of the, on the field. So they weren't moving the ball really that much on us. Bagman, what do you think? Yeah, um, I know I heard I read afterwards that uh, Kyle said that he wanted to have it for the third possession. So his mindset was we score, they score, we get that third possession, we score, we win the game. That was his mindset. So I'm not gonna put it on him for not. I mean, yes, you have to know the rules, but at the end of the day is you gotta score points, you gotta stop them from scoring points. So I'm not really going to put that on, hey, didn't know the rules or make a big deal out of it. I mean, they should have, you know, they should have a touchdown and stopped them. They didn't. They kicked so, the field goal, and you gave Patrick Mahomes the ball back with a chance to win it. You know, He's he, going to win it. Yeah, that's, that's football right there. That's, so so the, the point that I just want to make, okay, so we go down, we score the field goal. It was uh, – that was the fourth and four, right? We couldn't complete the Jennings, or that was the end of the yeah, regulation. fourth and four. Fourth and four, right? We couldn't. Uh, no, no, those third and four. Third and four in OT, right? We yeah. couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't complete it to Jennings, and then we settled for the field goal. Um, but uh, I will bring up is uh, Chiefs had fourth and one on their thirty. Let's say it's their first possession. Let's say it's their first possession on their thirty. Fourth and one. Are they going to kick it? Are they going to put the ball away? Are they going to go for a fourth and one? Who knows? You know what I mean? There. At that time, at that time. It's 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 the overtime. Uh, you got Mahomes. You guys are moving the ball. Maybe Andy Reid says, you know what? I trust my quarterback. I trust Patrick Mahomes. If I had Patrick Mahomes, my quarterback at fourth and one, I'd be like, you know what, Patrick? What play they, you want? They did have a fourth and one when they got the yeah, ball. Yeah, that's what they did. The, they Jesse, the, the read option. Yeah, Mahomes ran the read option, picked up you know, 15 yards. So they had that picture of Nick Bose with hands up behind it. Yeah. That's when he took that shot at uh, RXDC. Well, but, prepared yeah. on the read option. But, so they went on that fourth and one because they went they on needed, fourth and one because they needed. Home, score, I mean, right? shoot, I knew they were yeah. going for it. But let's say if they have it in the first drive of overtime, do they go for it or they put it away? I say so. They go for it. They go. For it. Maybe they go for it. Yeah, they're for sure going for it. Okay, so 
I just think the dynamics of the game change a little bit where they think about it. Like, and they had the second drive of overtime, so they know they have to go for it. So they know, absolutely, so there's no doubt in their mind. They would have some doubt. Maybe Andy Reid chokes up a little bit, says, okay, we're going to punt it, rely on the defense. The defense has been stopping them. We did get a fumble on this punt return. Let's see if we can get another one. You know what I mean? As all those thoughts go to your head. But when you go on the second drive, all those thoughts don't go through your head. I don't know. Also, I think he would have coached aggressively. Yeah, you know, also think, the, the uh, point that I want to make up is um, when your player is not being prepared properly and players are just different the way that they think, it's, I guarantee you there was somebody on that sideline that thought they won the game after they kicked the field goal because that was the old <laughs> before they changed it the, for the first time, right? Whoever scored first in overtime back like uh, maybe like five, six years ago would win the game. Now, after the field goal, the other team gets a chance to get the yeah, ball. Yeah, if you score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah touchdown ends the game, but it was not that yeah. way. So I I, I kind of blame it on the team or on Shanahan and the, the coaching staff for not knowing or not getting the team prepared where the Kansas City Chiefs player said that they run over it twice in the week. And then it brings me up to the point, and it just popped up in my head, that Shanahan had that interview on Monday where it looked like he was – partying in Vegas a little bit too much. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he looked like he... That's Vegas, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Three, they got the Vegas on Monday. And and he had loose lips. And you know what they say about loose lips is that alcohol makes them loose. You know what I mean? So I just feel like, again, and I've said this before about Shanahan, that they were outcoached, that they were out-schemed, and that Andy Reid ran circles around him. No, at the end of the day, the players got to make the play, man. They're on the field making the plays. Caffrey fumbled that ball. Nothing to do with the scheme. He just fumbled it. Yeah, you know, and Trent Williams, two penalties back-to-back. I, I, would say, I would say it was even match. It was just true. Even, even plays, you know, back-to-back, you know, Trent Williams, McCaffrey fumbling, a muff punt, a muff PAT. True. Greenlaw hurt. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, that's not excuses. Those are the reasons. That's why it's everybody's shit. Us for not going live that day, you know. Shoot. <laughs> you know, we all we all got I that. I I couldn't. If if we would have won, we would have had a show at like two a.m. three a.m. But oh, I was going to work in that case. I yeah, know, me, I'm sick. Yeah, I'm sick. I, I'm I just, right now. I just couldn't. I was just so. I was just so sad that night. I was just. So oh sad. yeah, man. Hell yeah. I I ran everybody out. I was like, yep, it's time to go to bed. It's it's, it's man. And I don't think I'm really following the players. I mean, I'm sure they're just they're beside themselves. But for us fans, have to pack up all our stuff, you know. <laughs> After the losing loss, I mean, I got I got dishes I got to clean right now, man. You know, it's like I know. Oh. And I asked I asked Jamal, and I was like, Jamal, do you need help with anything? And she said, he said, nope. My wife no. was like, he needs help. Yeah, I was like, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it would have been all right if you left it for the morning, man. That 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 type of night is just shit. Fuck it. You know, you just damn. That one hurt. That one hurt a little bit more because it's like, damn, they beat us. You know, with the Jimmy G one, that one hurt too. But yeah, I this think was like different pain. I would say twenty twelve hurt the most because of who those guys were. I mean, those were like our childhoods. Like, yeah, those were the ones you wanted to get around. Really, Frank Gore. You know, yeah, like Joe Staley. You know, yeah, those are guys we looked up to. Now, it's Kaepernick. This one hurt. No, for sure. It's just I feel like twenty twelve hurt a little bit more, just yeah. because you know Bowman and Willis. Out there, you know, hey, it's just, uh, Dante Whitner. You know, there was, there was, there's too many, there's a lot of guys on there, you know, that you shit, Randy Davis, we had Randy Moss out there, 
Yeah. 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 I'm stoned. Man. There was a Denali, lot of people out there. Denali Bold. Walker with a broken jaw, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Delaney, man. Yep. That was my original favorite Niner right there. Delaney Walker. Now he act like he's never been on the Niners. He's straight Tennessee, though. But it's cool. Is he he, he pulled a Joe Montana? Yeah, like he, yeah, only come out. Now he actually didn't even, he don't even rap us. He be uh, watching with the boys. I don't know if y'all watched that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, they, they added him to the, uh, to the crew now. Yeah. I mean, he's cool, but he act like nothing, like he ain't never, you know. I was like, okay. We're cool with that. Whatever. It's all good. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, anyways. To me, to me, yeah, that, 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 the one we lost to the Ravens hurts, but, I think this one hurts a little bit more than the rest of them just because we were we I felt that we like we wasn't head over heels better than the Chiefs, but I felt like everything was there. Like I thought the stars were lined up, Patrick Wills Hall of Fame, and then we didn't make it in, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, this is one we should have won though. I mean, this is the because I mean only the Chiefs are gonna get better. I mean I mean, even the other teams that we gotta go against. I mean, shoot, watch out for the Rams, you know. Eagles probably going to get it right. You know, the Lions, Packers, you know, that's what we got to worry about. I think Green Bay is going to be hanging around. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. All those teams that you named for sure. Like, uh, I am worried I mean, about the Rams. I am worried about Puka just getting a bit better at wide receiver. And Cooper Cup being a raw number two receiver? Shoot. Yeah. And then yeah. I am worried about – I mean, am I worried? Yeah. I mean, it just – to me, like – When's the last time you heard of a team made it to five straight NFC championship games other than Mahomes, right? Like, that stuff doesn't really happen. Like, if the Niners yeah. are going to make it back to the Super Bowl next year, it's, it, they got lucky this year. You're going to have to get lucky again. And can they stay healthy? Can Purdy I mean, if Purdy take takes that next leap. Yeah, see, that's what I say. If Purdy mm-hmm. takes the next leap. But, again, I don't – Purdy – I to me, Purdy played a great game. I oh, mean, that's the type of game yeah. you want him to play. If he plays like that every game, oh, man, that's a perfect quarterback for us. Yeah, I, I feel like he's a great quarterback for the system. I feel like he's a great quarterback for any system. Is he a Patrick Mahomes? No, but nobody's a Patrick Mahomes. No, I had not. But uh, Purdy is another guy that I was wrong with. I was wrong about Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw is a top five linebacker in the league, and Purdy's a top five quarterback in the league. And nobody, if anybody says that I am dumb for thinking that, then you're dumb for thinking that he's not. It's just – Simple. Oh yeah, I was in the MVP play. race. You know what I mean? He just doesn't look the part, you know. But hey, I, I'll take I'll take my quarterback being uh, a Purdy instead of a a Cam Newton type, you know, flash and flare. You know, take hey, I can I know what I'm getting yeah. consistency. You know, I'll yeah. take that. So so Jamal the the full the fallout of the Super Bowl, the every after all the dust settles and all the the. Team cleans out their lockers and Shanahan doesn't take blame for anything after all <laughs> shot after all that settled. That's like four shots already. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes gets fired. So I'm asking Jamal and Chris, I'll ask you after, but Jamal, I want you to go first because I think I know what Chris is gonna say, but Jamal, do you think that Steve Wilkes deserved to get fired? I th- I think he did des- I mean no one deserves to get fired. He didn't do I mean, did he do anything wrong? I would say so. Uh, I, I feel like he wasn't the right person for the job from the jump. You know, he didn't he didn't have the the right scheme. I don't think he was the right fit for the job. It just, I think he was hired within, wasn't he? I don't think he was hired, brought from outside. He was already part of the organization. They just kind of promoted him. But um, just, 
how often do you hear so much about your DC like during the season? But he yeah, was that's a, not he was, good. Yeah, I think yeah. If you if you talk about the DC, a lot. Him, I was like, he shouldn't be in the news at all. Yeah, like, he, yeah, seriously, especially the top team we have. Go, Chris. So, what do you what do you think about? Do you think he was scapegoat, or do you think he deserved to get fired? What are your thoughts? I would say kind of all of the above, but I kind of agree with uh, Bags how he said it was. He was kind of uh, doing from the jump. To be honest with you, we had questions from the start. So I mean, he was damn near going to get fired after that Minnesota game. After you know, he sent that all out blitz uh, in the, oh, in the first bad. half. You know, he little questionable decisions, and he wasn't able really to kind of coach how he wanted to coach. So if you're at a job where they kind of won't let you do what you want to do, it's kind of that's a tough situation. And like I said, I don't really put that uh, Super Bowl on the defense really. Um, they played as well as they could have played, you know, especially with the parts that they had towards the end of the year or end of the game anyways. Uh, but they, like you said, it's not the right fit. I Like, I don't know who would kind of be the right fit. Like I said, if Salah would have got fired or somebody, you know, I'm not a big fan of uh, this Brandon Staley news that I'm hearing. I don't, I don't know about that. But, you know, like a very ball or a Belichick or something. I'm I'm here for it, but I don't know either. Real quick, look at the past two DCs. You had Robert Sala, Marco Ryan, just two big, you know, I don't know if uh, you mean just I know Robert Sala didn't play in the league, but he looked the part. You know, he's a DC fire. You know, it's like C Wilkes he doesn't excite me as like just a person. Yeah, demons all about the juice. You know, Mm -hmm. you gotta have the energy. And I mean, he kind of had that old school grandpa look, you know. You know, you go to your grandparents' house, you know, you make sure you put your best (laughs) behavior. You know, so that's why I'm like, he was kind of doing from the jump, but I mean, he did a, you know, and and his specialty was the DBs and that's kind of what we needed to work on. And uh, it was kind of so-so. I mean, maybe another year it might've got better, especially with another good draft class. But yeah, he was kind of doing from the jump. Like if we won the Super Bowl, yeah, he would have came back just because, but if we lost, we already knew. I don't think he would have. So I got two points for you guys. So you guys brought up the the Vikings game where he did the all out blitz. Uh, they caught the ball uh, to in the half, half, right? Yeah. And then um, and then the Browns game where they lost to the third string quarterback uh, by a missed field goal. But two things, like I mean, those those after those two weeks, people were saying that he was going to get fired. In the Browns game, the Dane Niners offense went eight three and outs in a row. I mean. I mean, that's not Wilkes. And then on the Vikings game, Purdy, if he was concussed or what, I don't know. But he threw, two, he, he threw two fourth-quarter interceptions. Again, that's not on Wilkes. I do understand what Jamal saying that he schematically he doesn't fit what Bosa, Fred Warner, Greenlaw, the safeties in the back, all what they want, what, what they're used to, what the solid defense, if they will. Yeah, like up yeah. the middle. Yeah, he's right? more outside. Yeah. I, I agree with you guys on that part, but I I disagree on the those three weeks where they had the, the three losses in a row. It's it was not on the defense. Anytime your offense goes eight three outs in a row as a defense, then Chris, like you know, you're a defensive guy. What do you what do you expect your defense to do? They're gonna give up a touchdown to anybody. Like it was oh, yeah, a third string no, quarterback, but the third string quarterback was a serviceable quarterback, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's hard, you know, we go out to back to eight drives in a row going right back out there, especially right. if you had a long drive, uh, you know, to get the ball back, you know, and you only get like enough time to get a sip of water and you back out there. I mean, so that part, yeah, that's true, but it just, it didn't, it didn't have that feel, you know, if it doesn't have the right feel, it's, it's not going to work just like with anything. 
if it doesn't feel right, then as normal nine times out of ten, it's not gonna be right. And you know, he'll bounce on his feet. You know, like I said, he's a he'll be a, a hot item, but they might have um kind of hurt his name a little bit, you know, Shanahan. You know, he might have might now people might think of uh, him a little lesser now since he yeah. got the boot. So so uh Chris uh kind of talked about it. He said that the Vrabel or Belichick are two good names. I want to throw out a couple names before I turn it over to Bagman to see what he thinks about a defensive coordinator stepping in. Uh, but uh, two guys that came from, well, one name that Niner fans will recognize, right? Uh, but these are two guys that came from like the Legion of Boom uh, type of defensives or defensive uh, defenses. Can't speak tonight, but one guy is Ken Norton Jr., who was the linebackers coach for the uh commanders uh and the, but he used to be he just came from ucla uh under chip kelly but then he went over to the commanders and then another guy who was the eagles defensive coordinator who got uh demoted last year sean desai he also comes from the pete carroll uh quinn legion of boom uh defense so those are two guys that i like of course don't get me wrong i really like belichick he'd be my first all pick because I think that he can really uh, make up for Shanahan's weaknesses, but back. Oh, he'd elevate them, them Hall of Famers to even another level if he yeah. got a hold of that defense. Yeah. Because there's a lot of players out there. A lot of, a lot of, oh man. But yeah, Ken Orton Jr. Cool. and Sean Desai are dark horses I like out there. Uh, Bagman, what you think? Uh, I mean, Ken Orton Jr. Would be, would be awesome. The next coach, the ex-Seattle coach, um, he fits in that scheme. Somebody I think would be a realistic option would probably be uh sorry, uh John Johnny Holland, I think. Yeah. Our linebacker coach. Right? coach. Um he's been with I think he was he came with Shanahan in 2017. He's been with Salah, he's been with Ryan's, he knows how to, you know, run a defense. And um I mean I think that's a no brainer to promote within. I'm I'm here for that because I'm kinda not feeling uh Ken Norton. He was good defense coordinator, but I feel like uh, I feel like he can get out schemed. Like if he went head to head with, like uh, um, you know, McVay or uh, Andy Reid or you know Sean Payton, I feel like he's a little limited. You know, that linebacker kind of comes comes out in him. You know, and then the Eagles defense coordinator, maybe I'd have to see him maybe get like another gig somewhere to you know be a hundred percent because uh, that Eagles defense was just all about edge rushers, and then once they didn't have that, that defense got exposed. So. But I'm I'm here with the the higher within though. I see because like you said, he's been around, and he knows the you know the the culture, and uh, the guys like him. You know they know who he is, and you know that's that's the right way to do it. If you you know put the time in, put the effort, been around, might as well reward him. Yeah, yeah. So I I like I I didn't think of that name Johnny Holland. I knew that he was there, but that is an interesting name that I think that will fit in really well, especially when, you know, the signal caller for that defense, Fred Warner, probably absolutely trusts him. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so we talk about fallout, and another fallout is um, Brandon Ayuk, and it takes us into free agency. There's already rumors about Brandon Ayuk uh, may, might be getting traded. Uh, his wife or girlfriend said that girlfriend. this might be the last time that they'd be in Levi's. Um, she was drunk. Don't worry. <laughs> she, you know, Twitter fingers. You know, we, he was. She was drunk. It's all right. Uh, we all were, except for you, Tess. But we, we was all <laughs> drunk on something. 
if we lose Brandon Ayuk, where do we do to replace him? And do you see any other players that we should we will be moving on from? Uh, it's like Chris said, it's all Twitter fingers. Uh, his girlfriend and brother, they're just they're angry. I get it. You know, Ayuk had a all pro season and then has three catches in the Super Bowl. That's not how you get paid. Three catches but, in the yeah. NFC Championship game, also. One hell of a catch, though. You could say schematically he wasn't used properly. I, I could say that. Um, no, he, he's under contract and he's got the um, franchise yeah, tag. Is it? Yeah. He ain't going nowhere, man. He's our number one receiver. If he was leaving, it's Debo. We already know that. <laughs> I, I, I was. I'm a, I, I said fight for you, Debo, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I call it dark skin, light skin, man. You, you look, man, because he was doing the most talking, man. And all of a sudden, when they come to show up, man, you all. I'm hurting. The most talking, the oh, most crying, man. Uh, oh, where Trent at? Where Trent Williams at, man? Nah, man. If you're doing all that barking, we call you Debo, man. You you got to have to show up, man. Because uh, faking, I'm not saying you were faking that you were hurt, man, but that's that. Oh, man. You can't be doing all that stuff. You set yourself up for that, man. If you were just like low key and say nothing and that stuff happened, then I'm like, okay. But shoot, you can't be doing all that barking, man. And then when it's coming to bite, you, you over here. Howling back and running to your back to your boys. It's like, nah, you got to be out there. So, shoot, we can fetch us because I think well, he has what one more year, right? Yeah, they picked up his fourth year option. So, um, I don't know if they picked it up for sure yet, but they're saying that they will. That's what Bro, you, he's a first round pick, so he's got five years. So, this is the fourth. So, they'll pick up the fifth year option for sure. Oh, yeah, no, I even not going anywhere. How are you going to get traded if you're in a contract? They'll pay him. Don't make the yeah, money. Yeah, uh, we usually do right by at least one or two players. You know, we we're a firm believer if you're homegrown. Uh, Unless James like Force Buckner, then we don't. Ah oh, man, I know we still haven't replaced it. We still, still haven't replaced him. Uh, no, Kinlaw, no. Kinlaw looks like he's on his way out. Um, yeah, he got a nice payday. He'll yeah, like a just because of that, that option you know? we're talking about the fifth year option. I don't think the Niners will pick up that fifth year option for a player like him. Not saying he's a bad player, right? Kill nah, on the no streets, he might bite my head off, literally. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm saying he's a he's a good player, but he's not a starter. Um, yeah, he's a good rotation player. He's a good rotation player. Jawan Jennings, I can see us losing, even though he he was that like, is. if he if he would have caught that third and four, he would have been the dang MVP of the, uh, of the Super Bowl. He would have caught that and turned up and touchdown. I mean, you're gonna have that fun fact. Nick Foles and Jawan Jennings are the only people in the Super Bowls that threw a touchdown and caught a touchdown pass. So yeah, and that's how you win money anywhere you go. That's that trivia question. Yeah, so I mean, you might not even get Nick Foles either. Jennings, Kinlar, guys that I don't, I can see, I can see Tayshawn Gibson retiring. Uh, he's had a three solid years with Niners, but he's I don't know, man. He's like 15 years in playing a, a position. A quiet 15, bro. Yeah. I didn't even know where he came from. Chicago. I swear. Chicago. Well, don't quote me on the 15. I could be over exaggerating, but he's been no, no, no. But he close. He like yeah. 30. He like our age. Yeah, <laughs> he's like our age. <laughs> hell yeah, looking like Tash and shit out there, old as hell. <laughs> um. So there's 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 a long list of guys. The Niners are one of those teams that do not franchise tagging anybody, and I don't see them franchising tagging anybody this year. So it's going to be an interesting off season. We we're looking for a, a, a defensive coordinator. Uh and when we get a defensive coordinator, we'll bring the show to you guys and all that kind of good stuff. Uh real fast. Um Tayshawn Gibson was drafted in 2012. So almost 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good for him. 
Um, As I said, man, he's a good player, man. I don't know where the hell we got him from because he just popped on the team and <laughs> after uh, Tark. And then yeah. he, started, he, started well, he was in Chicago. Players. I remember I remember we did a show on this podcast and we we're talking about offseason pickups. And I said that I wanted Gibson at safety, but it was the following season after that they finally picked him up. We got to run a tape back on that, man. I don't know about that. But, you know, <laughs> I might have amnesia. I got, I, you know, I played some, some, a little bit of ball, you know, so I got a little head injury, so I don't remember that. But I believe you. <laughs> I'll take your word. I know Tess don't lie. I always tell people, Tess is a good man. Good man. Take his word. He wouldn't lie to you. Bagman, what do you? What do we need to do? One thing in this offseason. Just one thing in this offseason for us to get back to the big game. Oh, man. I, I'll, you know, I'll say it. You need to get rid of Debo Samuel at $28.6 million contract. All right. You, I mean, you, fair. You, gotta shed, you fair. need to shed the money. I think, uh, I mean, let's just talk about it real fast. I, I think if you take some of his targets, I think he was targeted quite a bit, 11 times in the Super Bowl. If you get five of those targets to Ayuk, it might look like. And he has some carries. And he got a, a pitch out of the backfield. Dude, he got I, a pitch I, out of the backfield. And he got two end arounds where he got stuffed. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, shit. He He's just a one-year wonder, man. He had that one good year in 2019. He got paid for it. He's got his paper now. He's not the same player. We have Christian McCaffrey now to be the bell cow receiver. We got a true number one in Ayuk. We don't, I mean, $28 million for Debo. He's not playing a $20 million player. That's not what $20 million looks like. No, well, we didn't have anybody in the Super Bowl play up to their caliber. But uh, Chrissy Last Chris. two years. Oh, say it again, Jamal. Last two years, he hasn't done nothing. Since right. the contract, what has he done? I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't lie to you. You're, you're paying the man to have an all pro season. He's not having an all pro season. Oh yeah, no, hey, everybody's a little, a little salty at Debo right now. So it's like, <laughs> shit, I, I ride with you, man. But I, hey, I, I'm a fool if I try to like try to defend that right now. So you gotta get back on that grass. And Chris, you Chris, shit, one thing that the Niners have to do to get back to the big game. I would just say, just get healthy, healthy and draft well. We need to, we need a couple steals in the draft, couple. uh you know, second, third, fourth rounds, and even shit, our first round, you know, get a couple of rookies in there that can make some some uh, contributions or even second-year players, you know, because we're just – we're right there. Like I said, we're uh, not a few players away, just a few players away, you know. So, like I said, if our players can stay healthy, you know, Hafanga was a, a underrated, you know, missing uh, on, the, on the defense because he did make a lot of plays. Another fifth-round gym. Another fifth-round yeah. gym. Yeah, which we had I a knew. podcast on this show saying that Hufanga was a fifth round gem. Well, we didn't. Chris did. Chris, Chris yeah. was on that from the beginning. Oh, I'm all. I'm. Hey, I'm telling you, I got the eye for talent, man. Trust me. I said it's my favorite time of the year. You know, you deep dive in there and you find the guys that are good role players. You know, even uh, Jair Brown. I was big. I was high on him. Uh, around, we round would get Brown, Jamal. Third round, third round, third round, third round, third round. If it was yeah, another fifth a, round, he's gonna be a player. The Niners need to get rid of all their picks and just draft in the fifth round. Yeah. No more well, we kind of did that. We kind of <laughs> do that. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, who else? We, you know, we kind of ship our first couple picks because, I mean, they're cheaper. I mean, you know, to get rid of uh, your first and second. You know, the late round is you're only paying a couple mil. You know, you got Purdy per making under a mil, making more commercial money than NFL money. I read an article today, and I know we're kind of like just throwing stuff at the wall right now, but I kind of read an article today that – Joey Bosa might be a cap casualty for the Chargers, and uh, Larry Kruger is the one that said it that we can maybe get a third round or a fourth round for him. I was like, yeah, give it to them. 
Yeah, I mean, shoot, I mean, we got the better of the bosses, man. I mean, that's uh look like uh Tarzan played like Jane at his finest right there. I mean, he's yeah. a good player, but yeah, um, that's fragile. Bosa. Bosa was another one that didn't have a Hall of Fame game in the Super Bowl. The last I thought he drive, was. the the Say last drive, better. the last drive on in regulation to end the game in regulation or not to end the game but the end regulation. Bosa tapped himself out for three plays, and I just. You can't. You can't do that in the Super Bowl. You got to die on the field. You got to die out there. <laughs> I'm not lying. It's the Super Bowl. I mean, shoot. I know you've been to two, uh, one already, but I mean, shoot. You that's that's what you installed as a little kid. You know, growing up playing youth ball all the way to the top. Yeah. You want you know shit. Uh, people say I'll die on this field. And you know when that fight when they uh, shit's the fan, he's like, Nah, I'm I'm playing. Yeah. Chase Young out here. Well, Chase Young might be another guy that's going, but uh. So, once the Niners, hopefully next week, or I don't know, uh, the Niners sign a uh, defensive coordinator, we'll do a deep deep dive into what's the person's uh, philosophy of defense, and we'll have a podcast for that. When the Niners make some free agent moves, we'll have a podcast for that. We'll have a deep dive into the draft like we always do, except last offseason we didn't. We've uh, actually been gone for two seasons, but we're back. and uh, the proof is in the pudding, I guess you can say. We've had hits in the draft, and we've had misses in the draft. But uh, we'll have a podcast for the uh, draft. And we'll, before we know it, it'll be August again, and we'll be back on the quest for six. And Jamal seems to think we'll never get there. but oh, We're going to get there. We'll get there. It's hopefully uh, before I turn 40. Let's <laughs> put it that way. Give me, some, give, me, give me some type of juice coming. But, you know, I'm still a long way away, but. That's still that that'd be another heartbreaking year. I can't do too many more of these. Well, I will say this one thing. I was telling everybody that if the Niners lose the Super Bowl, I cannot stand another Super Bowl loss. I am surprised how well I've taken it. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm not depressed anymore. I am two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like there, there'll be moments in the day where I'll just think to myself like. I can't believe we lost that game, but I'm not thinking about it 24-7 that we lost the game. I'm very surprised. That's good. That you're making growth because I feel like we're all feeling like that, man. Because, yeah, you're doing what you're doing at work, and then you're like, damn, how we lose that? <laughs> it's like, man, somebody's like, what do you say? Oh, nothing. It's tough because I feel like every other day, like something else comes out, this whole new thing about George Kittle, like talking to the other George, instead of getting that film mumble that McCaffrey had. But and if Dak was still the play, though, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, just that's what because that brings back up now. So now you're like, oh, think about the game again. Oh, what could have oh, happened? Man, I, I was, uh, I went a little more. I went but, uh, dark on the on all the the sports stuff, man. Thank God for All Star Weekend because that's the first time I started watching all my normal shows and you know uh, watching my guy, another good guy to listen to, uh, my man uh, John Middlecoff, Green Out. Yeah, Middlecoff yeah, is good. Yeah, he's good, man. I like him, but I had to tune him out. Cause, I mean, he's still a, a Niner look supporter, but you know, he still got to do his job too. So I didn't want to hear him uh, rip us and talk all this stuff. So I just I, I took a week off of uh, all my uh, my shows. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to let Joe Staley take us out. How's it go? Jimmy Tom Sula, Jimmy Tom Sula, <laughs> open up my shirt. Like Jimmy Tom Sula Got the gold chain on like Jimmy Tom Sula <laughs>